Hello and welcome to episode 302 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is April 25th, 2022. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 302. So if you've been a good listener of the Rollo and Slappy Show, you should know and should have been waiting for exactly what has been coming this episode. Yes. Uh, I don't remember when it was. It was a couple it weeks about, ago, but... Yeah, maybe like six or seven weeks ago we had... Uh, yeah. So six weeks ago we had uh, our friend Max Sikorsky on here for our Get On Zero episode, and we were supposed to cover Join Market, and we never really got to it. And he just... He, he called a shot. He said, episode 302, I'll come back on. And here we are. And uh, I I remembered this morning <laughs> that, that I think this is the week we're supposed to do this. And uh, fortunately, you know. Yeah, I didn't Max, realize it's Max 302 is, already. Yeah, Max was available and ready to go. So welcome back to the show, Max. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm uh, uh, glad we can have that impeccable timing. So <laughs> it just, just happens to work out in, pre, in, uh, in uh, recordings like that. But yeah, great to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, this should be a fun one. Um, uh, I'm trying to transition this without it being totally clunky, but um, I'll just say this. There was a, there was some article from some, I guess, like leftist rag or whatever about how a dude was trying to make his son reject typical masculine <laughs> things. And... Uh, you want to tell everyone to his that? Yeah, to his chagrin, his his very young son ended up becoming obsessed with tractors. So to all of the people that are tagging me on various tweets about this, yes, I, I've seen it. <laughs> but uh keep tagging anyway. But hey, that's uh that's that's how you do some good branding. And that's why that's um, why we make our money. Yes, you in you uh you in you infect people's brains. The tractor industry. With yes, that Big every tractor. time someone thinks, every time someone hears about a tractor, sees a tractor, they think of me. Every time someone thinks about or sees or eats a fruitcake, they think about the Rollin Slappy Show. So we have uh, infected people's minds with the Rollin Slappy Show mind virus by uh, capitalizing on fairly mundane things in the world. So if you're trying to brand yourself, you, pick random you think, objects. If you think <laughs> fruitcake and tractors are mundane. Well, to the, uh, yeah. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm speaking for the, uh, for the layman who doesn't know any better. The NPC idiot that, that has <laughs> not listened to the show. Voice. They do need yes. the, they do need your voice. That is for sure. Yeah, so if you know if you're a if you're someone trying to get your podcast off the ground and and you want to brand a little bit, just like think of random stuff to always talk. Like I don't <laughs> for know, fifty bucks a month, stick. you can take a course from Rollo. Yeah, that I will. I will. I will pick a random object for you to tell you to mention every single podcast just episode. Keep saying it. <laughs> Bad PR it's, is great PR. All PR is. Necessary public relations. Yes, yes, I am Pavlov, and you are all my dogs. 
So, <laughs> all right. Now that I've shoehorned the tra- tractor reference in, Max, uh, I think we'll just kind of let you go and uh, just teach us join market. We've kind of mentioned it a little before. I what think is we it? briefly talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's. Uh, the hell is this join market? Yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. It's a great overview of. You say to somebody, "Hey, you need to use you know some privacy uh, features and of Bitcoin wallets. Um, you know, start using Samurai wallets. Start using Join Market, Wasabi, Chaincase. You pick. Well, what? What? Yeah, great question. What is Join Market? Well, first of all, it's just a Bitcoin wallet. That's literally all it is. It allows you to send and receive transactions, manage uh, uh, addresses, and your change outputs, so on and so forth, like every other Bitcoin wallet." The difference with Join Market is it has a few nifty little features, such as uh, something that is called CoinJoin, and that's the main purpose why people use that. Also, there is other additional features um, in there that is outside of you know just your regular Bitcoin wallet and uh, collaborative transactions. So, okay, that's great. Join Market is just a Bitcoin wallet. And most people use it because it has the CoinJoin features. But okay, what is CoinJoin? CoinJoin is a free and open source uh, method. Uh, again, available all all to use. Nobody um, is forcing you to do this. You come and go as you please, as you see fit. Um, you know, by using these you know softwares um, such as Join Market, and the whole entire purpose is for you to have forward-looking privacy. So when Rollo goes and buys a LibertyMugs.com uh, tractor mug, uh, it is available. What is it now? Thirty nine ninety five, I believe. Plus shipping and handling. Um, exactly. Plus shipping and handling. When you go to LibertyMugs.com, you do not want LibertyMugs.com to see your wallet balance. You would like to kind of have a little bit of that information to yourself. The difference between security and privacy, just very briefly, is privacy, you are selectively revealing information to the world. It's just your own personal information. It's why you close the door when you go to the bathroom and such. Security is the actual features uh, of, of you know, uh, uh, potential uh, harm of your you know, physical location or, or uh, you know, geography. Uh, of where you are at. So once somebody is you know, into your home, then you do need some type of security you know, measures like that. Privacy is having your windows you know, um, tinted or having your blinds closed and stuff like that. So that's, that's kind of the difference between a security system and you know, having privacy. The whole point why you use features with Bitcoin wallets, such as Join Market, Samurai, and we're going to focus on Join Market here again, is for the forward-looking privacy. It is, again, free, open source to use. And all a coin join is a collaborative spend. It is a collaborative transaction where you have two or more inputs going into a transaction, and typically you have two or more outputs. So just very briefly, join market is just a Bitcoin wallet mainly used for it privacy preserving features and other collaborative spends such as coin joins you are not trying to hide anything do anything illegal here you are simply trying to protect and preserve as much of your personal information 
as you can while using Bitcoin. So that is kind of the rough catch-all of what join market is and what what coin joining um, is and like why you actually use it. Any quick questions, Jerome? Clear anything up? Yeah, a, a quick question is why do you you mentioned like that? Uh, you know, if you're buying a Liberty mug with Bitcoin, you don't want to see. You don't want us you know, to see. Yeah, you don't want us want us to see stuff about your Bitcoin information. Why is that important? Like, what's the risk of, of if you, you know, just do a regular transaction? Whether it's you know, let's let's say to if uh, Liberty mugs. Well, it's it's you know, I'm getting your address obviously because I got to yeah. ship you the mug. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. What, what's 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 the problem there? What do you mean by seed balance? Like, what are we logging yeah, into your wallet? That is a that is a perfect perfect question that I did not clarify. So, the the whole reason why uh, you utilize um, just simple uh, privacy um, preserving techniques with Bitcoin, and the most simplest one is to use a brand new Bitcoin address is. The Bitcoin network itself, as you guys know, and others that are listening, if you do not know, Bitcoin is a very transparent network. It is not completely transparent. It is a synonymous network where you can see 100% of all addresses and all the inputs and outputs of those. You cannot explicitly identify a particular human name and address associated to a particular Bitcoin transaction. Now to your question, if you go to libertymugs.com and you simply send your $39.99 in Bitcoin for your Liberty Mugs uh, coffee mug, what is actually happening there? Well, you as Liberty Mugs, as the merchant, receive amount of whatever your Bitcoin wallet is holding and therefore sending. So again, I'm not not trying to get super complicated, but if you that particular wallet is holding one Bitcoin and you're only sending $40 worth, okay, so let's we'll just round it off the numbers at 100,000 sets versus 100 million sets. If that wallet is holding 100 million Satoshis, it will actually send all 100 million Satoshis to the LibertyMugs.com's Bitcoin address. And therefore, because the wallet only chose to send 100,000, it will be returning 990,000. So that is the very, very high level on how the Bitcoin network actually sends and receives. It actually sends out the whole amount of whatever the address is, and then it returns back as a change output. And when you do that without using such as a coin join wallet, like join markets, um, samurai, what have you, that is a one input. So that one spend, and then the one receive back. So you actually have, you know, one receive goes up to Liberty Mugs and then the other receive will be your change. You can sweep an address as well, but um, then that would just send the whole whole entire balance. Um, but the reason why we utilize coin joining technique is because there is a change output and a change address unless you're sweeping. Um, and 
the merchant or whoever you are spending to can see that balance if they do basic um, uh, chain analysis on chain um, transactions. So again, not trying to get super complicated on how Bitcoin actually works, but th this is why it is important to not only uh, use you know good techniques such as um, uh, no address reuse, use a brand new address every time. Most wallets do that now. And then also the next feature uh, set more advanced is uh, utilizing those coin join techniques. Yeah. So just to summarize that real quick is that if you're, when you send that transaction, that Bitcoin to me, um, I can see the UTXO, that, that bill of Bitcoin that you use to send. And if it's a, if it's a real big amount, um, then, you know, I know who you are, whether it's in person or online, obviously if it's online, you know, you have to send me your, your physical address to send the mug to. Now I've got some information on you that uh, could, you know, compromise your physical location that if I wanted to do, you know, knock on your door and, you know, do the $5 wrench attack and say, hey, give me the rest of the, I know you've got a lot of Bitcoin because you sent in that transaction. Um, you know, it's, it's not a, not a great thing. So at the risk of derailing this, I'm going to, I'm going to ask a, a quick question. Anyway, you just mentioned the term UTXO. Um, what is that? Uh, unspent Bitcoin transaction. So Bitcoin works in a way that it's like, if you're, I'll try to, so we don't derail, um, explain it very quickly. It's like, um, it, it's like bills, like uh, different, different number like bills. bills that you have in your, in your wallet. So you've got like $1 bill, $5 bill, $10 bill, $20 bill, and so on. Right. Um, like your, your, each, each amount of Bitcoin is like a bill like that, but it can be any, any amount. All right. So then when um, you send from your wallet, you're sending one of those bills, one of those UTXOs, like your entire balance yeah. isn't going, right? No, no, no. Right. So, so then you, you get the you, change. So you pay with a 20 and get right. a 10 back essentially right or with bitcoin if you're if the if, if you have a 20 and it costs seven you send the 20 and you get 13 you get a 13 a, a 13, 13 bill yeah. yep so it can, so it can make whatever future that 13 dollars that's there yep all right makes sense and then again as it is all connected you can see that that 13 was previously a 20 because you spent seven somewhere else, and then obviously it continues to grow until right. it's a brand new address. So, on so you so could forth. just but track yes. that Bitcoin through the blockchain wherever it went. Exactly, and that is exactly what Chainalysis, which is a, um, a company that collects your data from blockchain explorers and tries to aggregate that information and sell it to various parties that would like to purchase that. Um, and then target your information. So what, and this is where it gets, um, I, I, again, we're, I'm not going to derail the conversation, but, um, there is uh, a little bit of, um, basic history that one should understand uh, again about how Bitcoin actually works and why it is important to at least attempt to hold your own information and be private because of how you can easily connect the dots in the digital world. So the perfect problem is 
you're at a you're at a uh, a bar. It's the first Bitcoin meetup. You, your friend told you to go. You said, "Hey, man, download Blue Wallet. Check it out. Cool." So you're on your phone, which has its own IP address. You're probably not very private on there, and you go and download Blue Wallet. You go and somebody, uh, you know, hey, shows you how to receive. You send that person twenty bucks. Okay, so now they receive twenty dollars on chain. Okay, most likely. Again, from mobile wallet to mobile wallet, there was no coin join or anything. So let's just say that it was just a straight single transaction. Well, now, potentially, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Blue Wallet. There's other wallets that are um, a lot worse here. But potentially, the wallet itself could tie that physical device IP address. And therefore, if it is a custodial wallet blue wallet is not with on chain but let's just be you know, let's think adversarially here if you have a custodial wallet you can now see this particular ip address you know so this person's device geolocated probably within range you know where this person's physically at so you know who they are you know where they're at and you know what bitcoin address they just received and exactly what amount this is the problem with using Bitcoin in the most generic and default way. And this is where it becomes an issue for sharing this information. And you need to be a little bit more um, in, in an advanced setting. It really helps as you continue down your Bitcoin journey to understand where your information is being shared and even other places too, and how you can preserve a little bit more of that and kind of obfuscate some of that information looking forward. But that's that's kind of a, a very basic example, um, you know, going into, uh, you know, what a UTXO is and why why we're actually talking about joint market and giving a little bit of background history there. You know, that's the, that's the scenario that everybody lives in, and that's a lot of information to give up. So if you can, you know, kind of um, uh, preserve some more of your information, that's that's all the better. I don't, I don't want to add yeah, too right. much. I don't want to add too much complexity like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's there's, good there's, explanation. There's like three or four rabbit holes we can jump yeah. down and never get to the rest of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to schedule yeah. you for three oh four or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but that, but that's again that, that's the overview. My market is a Bitcoin wallet that's it's actually been around for uh, quite a while since about 2015. It has some cool features. Um, it's all desktop. Um, uh, there's a couple ways that you can interact with it, but the main feature that it has is the coin join, um, you know, collaborative uh, inputs uh, and uh, pay join as well um, is on there. I know BTC Pay Server has pay join, um, and um, I believe Samurai has pay join um, as well. That is again just two parties, you know. Um, kind of mixes up the inputs and outputs. Don't want to get super complicated. But um, in short, this is uh, a little bit more advanced, but just go very briefly over um, the um, kind of dash, what you'll uh, see on one of the join market uh, menus. And there's a couple different ways that you can interact with um, with those menus. So the first way, again, we went over what join market is. Kind of very briefly on the history, it was, uh, I think, conceptualized uh, by, if I'm not mistaken, should do my history on this too. Um, I think it was by uh, 
Greg Maxwell, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Peter Rowe or Greg Maxwell that um, um, kind of conceptualized the um, coin join um, collaborative um, spend? And this is like, you know, prior to 2012 or so. 2014, um, you know, Chris Belcher and uh, Waxwing, um, I can't, I can't, again, I apologize. I can't remember who, um, who actually initiated, um, and who came up with um, the actual wallet itself. But, um, Joe market came about, about 2014, 2015, and it is, um, one of the oldest, uh, Bitcoin only dominant, um, um, you know, coin joined, uh, wallets that are out there. Um, how Samurai wallet actually started was trying to make a mobile version of join market and how um, uh, they wanted to do that. They decided to go and make their own little version. And that's what we have with Samurai and the Whirlpool today. So that's uh, kind of a cool little history. Very, very briefly, I know we just went over what join market is and why it's important um, to uh, utilize coin join wallets. Um, just very briefly on how join market actually works is it is not a mixing service where there is a big difference between a coin join wallet and a centralized mixing service. So, and frankly, one is decentralized and distributed. The other is centralized and, you know, one single party is do, doing all the coordination. So join market um, basically connects over to, somebody's server anybody can host this server and all they do is bring together makers and takers are what they're called people that would like to provide liquidity and people that are asking for liquidity so people that are looking to make transactions and people that are willing to go and offer um, some of their bitcoin for a fee uh, which will um uh, go and provide somebody that transaction. So anybody can go and host this. This is not a centralized party where um, those services, those mixing services, a centralized mixer is illegal. And that is a money laundering entity. If you I don't even want to call it a business, it's a, it's a money laundering operation. It's highly illegal. Many people have been uh, caught and gone to federal prison. Please don't do that. That is not worth it. It is much more wise to utilize these open source tools, again, for collaborative um, uh, inputs, such as um, uh, like Whirlpool and Join Market for your liquidity. So that is roughly um, you know, how, it, how it works. So just, again, super, super briefly on a transaction, you go and make your um, offer. You are a taker. In this example, so there are makers and takers. So you you can visualize yourself uh, going into the town square, and you know holding up your holding up your uh, ticket, saying I have one million, you know uh, satoshis that I would like to coin join, and I'm willing to pay, um, you know, ten thousand satoshis for for this transaction. So that would be you know a tenth of one percent. So, oh, I'm sorry, that'd be 1%. So you would have um, somebody, more than two people. So it's usually between you know, like four to six people, 10 people you can pick. Makers. So these are people that will go and 
join with you on this transaction. You are initiating this. You are the taker. You are going to find other participants to go and collaborative spend this transaction. And you're usually going to go do this to a merchant or maybe you're just going to go do it to your own cold storage, so on and so forth. So you take your Bitcoin, you go and find some makers. And again, it's, it's, all, it's, it's very simple in the interface. Take your makers. Again, six is usually an average or so. And you pay a coin join fee. You pay these. Obviously, you need to pay the miners for the Bitcoin transaction. Then you need to pay each individual maker. So they each have a fee. The more makers, the more expensive it is. But also, the more higher probability you have in preserving more of your personal information. Go and execute your transaction. Sometimes it goes through. Sometimes it does not. Depends on what liquidity is being provided. And you're, then you'll have a transaction that will be um, constructed. It will be built. It will be ready to be broadcasted. You will go and confirm that is this a transaction that you would like to go and spend. You click you say, uh, yes if you selected all of your proper um, you know, text fields and parameters. And then you click send. You broadcast your transaction. And how a coin join looks on chain is multiple inputs. So a bunch of different Bitcoin addresses with different amounts. Some are, you know, same, some are different. And there's going to be usually, you know, the same or a little bit more outputs if you're looking at it on like mempool.space. Therefore, if somebody did see this particular transaction on chain, they would have one, your, your transaction, plus all the other ones to go through to try to identify who actually spent what here. So your fee got broken down to you spent your um, million Satoshis for this transaction. You sent your fee for, um, you know, let's just say 1% or whatever. It's in a fixed term, but we'll just say um, 1%. So um, you pay your um, on-chain transactions. So whatever your mining fee is, and you will also pay your individual maker fee, and then that is your total coin join fee. So it is a little more expensive. You do have more inputs, so that is a more heavier transaction and does cost a little bit more. Um, but that is basically um, what a uh, uh, join market um, transaction uh, looks like. I know it would be much better if we had a, a you know, video to walk through on that, but um, that's basically what a join market transaction looks like. You go and you know, set how much you want to send to uh, wherever address, pick how many makers, because you, you would be the taker in this case. Um, you you uh, select roughly what your fee is, and you confirm your partially signed Bitcoin transaction, and then you click broadcast. And that is one of the many ways to um, kind of utilize uh, these privacy-preserving um, uh, coin join features and wallets such as join market. So let me try to uh, summarize that briefly. So what join market is, is that there's someone out there that wants to send some, send 
you know, a certain amount of Bitcoin, let's say a hundred thousand sats. And he goes into his Julian Market wallet and the wallet helps him find a bunch of other people out there that are willing to also have at least a hundred thousand dollar or a hundred thousand sat uh uh transaction that uh or they at least have enough Bitcoin that they're able to use that would uh that would send like kind of an equal amount out everywhere. And the uh all the other people are just, you know, getting that Bitcoin back that they put up for the transaction plus a fee um that they've earned for it. And it just makes it so that like whoever's kind of watching the on chain stuff can't figure out what came from where. Yeah, that was a, that's a much better explanation on the, um, <laughs> uh, you know, on the people that are actually earning a fee there. When you do bring in, you know, that maker, you know, that's just somebody, and we'll get to what a maker is and how to and how easy it is to um, actually make money, um, providing coin join liquidity. Okay, I know Rallo, you have made money doing this. I have made money doing this, so on and so forth. Um, when when you as a maker go and provide that liquidity, you are getting a fee for that. So not only are you getting a, essentially a free coin join out of that, but you are adding in an additional, you know, you, you make it up, um, whatever you have your fee set up. So maybe you make an extra, and again, it's very minuscule, but you would go and make an additional, you know, 1500 Satoshis and you would put in again, let's say it's 0 0.01 Bitcoin, a million sats um, in a wallet um, um, in your um, interface. You would see a, um, a wallet address into a new, you know, uh, change output into a new um, uh, wallet that, or I'm sorry, a new address. And it would say, you know, 1 million, you know, 0.01 zero 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 one five um you know so 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 you can actually go and make money there but that's thank you for clearing that clearing that up you actually do get your yeah. money back yeah it's well and, and and to talk about the how much you can profit from this it's kind of like when you talk about being a a lightning node router um you know it's not going to be something you're going to quit your job over with throwing up you know a uh, tenth of a Bitcoin, it's you need to provide a massive amount of liquidity in order to make any sort of appreciable gains. And um, so, you know, don't get too excited about <laughs> making money on this kind of stuff. It's it's fun, though, and, and, it's, so, and, you, and you do good something, but... Just one question, just to clarify. Say I have this wallet, this joint market wallet, and I want to provide, I want to be a maker. So when you put your Bitcoin, you know, you set that UTXO aside or something, and then people, someone wants to send Bitcoin somewhere, they'll use that. It'll go to where it wants to go. Whereas if I have the wallet, the joint market wallet, and say, I just want to send it to my cold storage. So then I would be a taker and look for the makers, send it, and it would kind of join it with the other ones and end up in my wallet. Whereas if I'm a maker, it comes back to my joint market wallet. A hundred percent. You are exactly correct. Cool. Makes sense. And what's just a, just a super quick highlight there, just to um, you know, really focus on that. You're not going out and like searching manually through the order book. 
and saying, hey, I kind of want to coin join explicitly with this person. Your wallet is doing all that stuff automated in the background. You know, so all you do, you know, enter in your address, type in the amount that you want to send, type the amount of makers, you know, and then, you know, um, you know, click run. And then it does all that stuff for you. Same thing for um, you becoming a maker. Uh, we can get to that in a second, but I just want to um, highlight that that's all automated. It's not like you're scanning through, oh, I want to mix with, you know, this person and yeah. ooh, this person, you know, that kind of thing. Now, maybe I'm getting ahead, but say I was a maker and I set my fee at like a whole one Bitcoin. Is it going to be kind of stuck in limbo and no one's ever going to use it and I'm not going to be able to get it? Or can I pull it back and change the? You can always pull it back, but nobody will probably mix with you because you know again it's this is not a mix your collaborative you know right uh, uh spending here nobody is going to use you as a coin join participant it's just too expensive so it'll just you're, exactly you're, you're just you're too expensive to get in the mix and but then your bitcoin's not lost it's not like stuck because you set the fee too high oh yeah exactly correct you are you are still a hundred percent in full custody so long as you have those private keys again this is just a bitcoin wallet so when you go and make a new wallet on your join market interface it is the same 12 or 24 words you can do a multi-sig all that stuff on there as well so um yeah you you are never you your funds are never at risk which is, which is nice so can you explain a little bit about the difference between using Join Market versus something like Wasabi or Samurai? Yeah, absolutely. The main the, the main difference is, and it's really it it really goes in two things. But the the second you can't change on other ends, and this what this is what makes to me Join Market um, stand out. Um, and goes to what you were mentioning, and we can get into that more detail. Slappy. Um, the difference between Join Market and Samurai Wallet and uh, Wasabi Wallet is that it is truly a peer-to-peer um, coin joining wallet interface. Meaning, when you are running your own Samurai Wallet on your, uh, you know, Calyx, you know, Pixel phone, or uh, running Graphene on there and you got Samurai Wallet, and you're running your interface on your phone, and you connect it over to your Ron and Dojo, um, you, know, uh, you know, running your own Dojo, and it's connected over to the Whirlpool. That Whirlpool is one single centralized location for all of those 4,500, 4,600 Bitcoin. So there's a central party where um, your wallet is interacting with mm. if you're running your own dojo your xpub is being shielded so it's only the address that is being shared with there but you have to kind of trust the samurai wallet uh, guys in order to go and utilize that centralized coordinator because it's the whirlpool and it makes perfect sense why you do that because the more participants in the same room the higher probability you have of holding onto your information right it's you know it's a lot easier to be private in a room with a million people instead of 10 people so that's that's the difference there for wasabi wasabi is their own shitstorm going on at the moment um you know claiming that they're private and again i 
I have no bad beef with wasabi. I've only used it once and uh, did not um, uh, have a good experience with it. This is many years ago. Um, and then now, of course, they've had a couple of other issues regarding how they um, uh, coordinate uh, with people on the back, back end. Uh, but in the same sense, wasabi is the um, uh, centralized interface for it is not a mixing service. Okay. It is still a distributed self-hosted coin joining wallet, but where, you know, the hundred, you know, funds, or, um, um, yeah, if you have a hundred participants in a mix on um, uh, Wasabi, they are going to the Wasabi, one of the Wasabi servers. Um, the difference with join market is there is one particular server that is most popular. I think it's Waxwing server. Um, but um, I was um, confused with this before. The uh, server instances can be self-hosted. It's, it just goes back to who has the late, um, the Lindy effect. And Waxwings is the oldest, most running, has the most liquidity on there. So it's probably going to be the one that is most used. But the real difference between those other, and I really can't make any other comments on Chaincase. Um, that's a mobile um, interface uh, for coin joining. I haven't used that, um, but I think it uses similar um, to what ZK Snacks does at Wasabi. But the main difference is um, join market is truly peer-to-peer, which does make it a little bit more harder to use, whereas Samurai and Wasabi Wallet do have at least one part um, kind of centralized for good reason, but um, you do have those risks associated with that centralization. Yep. Yeah, there's just a little bit of a trade-off there for uh, for convenience and ease of use. But uh, yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, well, where where to next? <laughs> yeah, um, the only the, the only um, two things. Um, uh, kind of the last point um, is you were asking Slappy on the maker side so if, again it takes two to tango so somebody's got to execute and that would be called a, a taker we just talked about what that is and you have the other participant your counterparty which would be the maker mm-hmm. so the other difference and i didn't even mention this i wanted to segue into this the other difference between samurai wasabi and join market is not only um, you know, the Whirlpool has a centralizing component and um, Wasabi's coordinators have a centralized component for their liquidity. Join market does not. Okay, that's the main difference. And we just highlighted that. The other main difference, because join market does not have the centralizing liquidity factor, is those fees can be distributed per participant whereas in the samurai whirlpool or the wasabi wallet interfaces the participants that are providing that liquidity do not earn satoshis the only thing that they could potentially earn is more coin joins such as the samurai wallet you pay your fee one time up front you as long as you leave it in there you get infinite number of mixes great the nice thing with join market is not only is it distributed, but you can actually earn a part of that fee. 
So again, you can actually make money. You can actually make Satoshis doing this. Great. How do you do that? Very simple. You turn on the yield generator and you let it run. It's extremely simple. I'm looking at uh, my join inbox interface on my Raspberry Blitz. I'm running version 6 point, or 0.6.3. It is extremely easy to turn on your yield generator. You simply go to the maker section, which is yield generator options. You click maker, you click run the yield generator, and boom, you're done. You are running the yield generator. Now, I did not um, highlight this a little bit earlier, but um, there are, um, I, I did not finish highlighting um, this earlier. There are a few ways that you can interact with Join Market, as Rollo has done. Um, and what I've done in the past, Raul, you do this more than I do. The first way you can is actually right in the terminal interface, right in the command line interface. Black background, green characters, the whole nine yards. You have a second way, which is a little more friendly or gooey, very similar to what Bitcoin Core looks like. Before we were recording, we were very briefly talking on the similarities. Download it right from their GitHub page. And it's a very basic uh, GUI. Button for send, button for receive, an account balance, and a button for your mixing and yield generating, stuff like that. Very basic. And looks a lot like Thor, you said, right? With something I'm comfortable with, something I've seen several times. Yes, yes. It's called Join Market QT, and it looks almost identical to if you've ever downloaded uh, Bitcoin.org's uh, Bitcoin Core uh, GUI. So that, that is damn near um, right to a T. The third option is running it right on your own node. So uh, open noms at Raspberry Blitz with, um, 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 oh my gosh, why is he blank on my name? Rootsaw, God almighty. Thank you, Rootsaw, for everything you do. Um, the guys over at um, Raspberry Blitz, uh, OpenNOMS made a GUI terminal, if you will. It's more of a friendlier button interface for your terminal. And that is called Join Inbox. That is how I actually interact with Join Market. And it's, it's a very basic menu. I'll throw some screenshots on our guide. Uh, we'll mention uh, a little bit later. Uh, but very simple um, buttons to interface with. Um, you can simply SSH into that or run it directly on uh, your device um, as well. So uh, there is now a fourth option, which um, this has been the reason why I think most people don't utilize Join Market that often is because there's no web interface and um, a graphical, um, you know, buttons to actually click on a web uh, web GUI like Thunderhub or Ride the Lightning um, and Jam, uh, the Join Market uh, web GUI kind of led by Dear Gigi and team um, has uh, been slowly releasing um, that kind of web GUI. So now just as you go to your uh, Thunderhub port or your Ride the Lightning port, uh, you can go and check out your Join Market port. It's available on um, Umbral, Raspberry Blitz, MyNode, uh, all these other instances. This is really, really nice. Um, the main, the main uh, key that I find 
uh, most impactful for uh, join market is that you can earn yield. And very simply, in any of those ways that I just mentioned, if you find the maker sec- sector, um, I'm sorry, section, it says yield generator options. You click yield generator options. You go into your menu. You're going to click run the yield generator, and then you're done. So what's actually happening when you're running the yield generator is exactly to slappy your point. You already have default fees that are set up in your config file. You can go and edit those if you want. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Higher the fee, less coin joins, more money you'll make, lower vice versa. What is actually happening when you're running the yield generator is there is something that is called mixed depths in your wallet. This is basically different XPUBs within your wallet that it is going to kind of transitionally roll into the next address. So it's not even just the next address. It's rolling it into the next XPUB. It's it's actually rolling into a ZPUB, but I'm not here to get technical on XPUBs and ZPUBs and all that stuff. Anyway, so so what actually happens is, and this is really cool, how you can make Satoshi income without giving up custody. Same thing for lightning routing fees. I find, again, Raul, you're absolutely right. You're not going to make, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a lavish living off of routing fees and join market yield generation. Uh, but you can make a little bit of sets without giving up your uh, custody. So let's say you put a tenth of a Bitcoin in your join market wallet, just in your first address, it's going to be called mixed up zero. And you can simply go and run the yield generator. Literally, it's two taps and join join a box. The GUI, it's um, um, I think it's two clicks as well. I'm sure for the command line, um, it's got to be one or two um, uh, types. Um, it's very, very, very simple, very easy. What happens is your funds are being relayed to the network, saying you know to the join market. Um, you know, peer-to-peer network that is being coordinated through whichever most popular um, server at that time. And it is say, it's essentially saying, I have 10 million Satoshis. I have 0.1 Bitcoin that is here willing to provide liquidity. And anytime that somebody that is making a request for anything less than, you know, 10 million, your wallet could be called upon and therefore requested to provide that liquidity. What happens is you will have whatever the amount that is being spent. So somebody's going to spend 5 million. Okay. And let's say they did a couple of participants. You're going to have a wallet that the funds break up. It spends that 5 million and you're going to have a change output of, you know, 5 million, yeah, five million is going to be your change output, so that's going to be in your mixed up zero, and then in your next mixed depth, in your next ZPUB underneath that, you'll see an additional wallet or additional address that says it has five million sets plus whatever fees that you've earned. So you will effectively have just done a coin join that somebody else has initiated. And you've earned a fee. 
And to me, that is really cool and that is really powerful. And frankly, that is the most important aspect for joint market, in my opinion. And that is because you can provide the liquidity for coin joins, not only can you get free coin joins, okay? So again, the more entropy, the better privacy that you have. That's the best tool. The best tool for you to uh, have privacy, set up a joint market wallet, put 10 million sets on there, run the yield generator for 30 days. That's the best way you're gonna have privacy. Do not expect you to have great privacy by doing manual coin joins. Just simply, you're doing it one at a time. Okay, we don't need to get into you know technicals of the timing and stuff like that, but um, it's always better to have that extra randomness. You know, because what happens when you know your your wallet gets split up, and um, you know you do two, three, four coin joins a day. It's not so much you're making that making that amount of money. You know, in sets, what you're really greatly benefiting is from the actual um, uh, collaborative spends that you're not even coordinating or you're not even initiating. You're just simply providing the liquidity. So you're just getting that much free entropy and you're getting paid for it. So running the maker um, uh, section is not only the most um uh, or yeah, 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 the best way to get the most uh, privacy, but also it's a way for you to um, earn a little bit of um, sets for income. And again, Slappy, last point, you know, are my funds safe? Absolutely. Um, all you have, you, you, again, your funds are still being, you know, hosted in that wallet. They're only being, you know, collaboratively, collaboratively used when your wallet calls on that. And, um, you can always turn off the yield generator just as easily you turn it on. It's literally like a switch. Turn it on, turn it off. Now, is there like a minimum you need? Um, so what's really nice is too, and, and I'll just be, be as brief as I can on this point. Um, we look at the Samurai um, while, while that's, that's about your best, I would say that's your best option um, for um, just getting um, into coin join and uh, you know the easiest to understand and use I would say you're the, the most advanced and, and the, with the best feature sets is probably samurai wall but join join market is is definitely up there um, until it gets a mobile interface which is coming soon and so on and so forth when you look at the liquidity pool of and I'm getting to the cost here for, for the minimum mm-hmm. When you look at the liquidity pool of Samurai Wallet, it's like 4,600 Bitcoin, okay? Frankly, it's really not that much, but again, $200 million of Bitcoin, you know, that's a lot of Bitcoin. It's a lot of money. Over 4,000, 5,000 Bitcoin, it's a lot of Bitcoin. When you look at the general joint market order book, now remember, it's very similar to the mempool. Everybody has their own version of their own joint market order book, right? Rallo has his own um, mempool. Slappy has his own mempool. Max has his own mempool. Everybody has their own version of the um, order book. Everybody has their own version of the mempool. The joint market order book is, I think, identical, if not a little bit larger than the Samurai Whirlpool. There are there are wallets in joint market 
with like over 1500 Bitcoin in that. Mm. And you just, and you just scratch your head and you go, who in the fucking right mind has over a thousand Bitcoin in a joint market wallet? <laughs> it's, it's a hot, yeah, cause it's a hot wallet. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. And I, I forgot to mention that as well. This is a hot wallet. Um, this is a hot wallet, so you do have risk associated to your hot wallet, but relative to, you know, is, is, is the private keys in somebody else's custody? Is that UTXO in somebody else's wallet? No, you still hold funds to that. So I wanted to highlight the liquidity of these pools to get to your question on, you know, what is the cost here to do a coin join? The liquidity pools are roughly about the same. If not, join market is a little bit larger. Frankly, I find it more impactful is because it's in each individual self-hosted wallet. Okay. Your minimum for a Samurai Whirlpool entrance, I believe, is 100,000 Satoshis, and typically it costs about 5%. So you're going to pay roughly that 5,000 Satoshi, 10,000 set range. Again, don't quote me on that, but we can go and look right now what um, the Samurai um, Whirlpool uh, admittance is, and I believe it's about that 5% fee or so. But again, your minimum is 100,000 Satoshis. Your maximum is, I believe there is no maximum, but there is a minimum, I'm sorry, there is a maximum um, change out. I believe it's like 10 million sats. Okay. So you could, so you could deposit a Bitcoin and then you would get 10 separate UTXOs at the size of 10 million sats. So, so the point is your minimum for Samurai wallet is I think like 5% at a hundred thousand sats and your maximum return that you can get is 10 million. Okay. Again, we're comparing the sizes of the liquidity pools here. They're about the same. The difference is one centralized, the other is distributed. The nice thing about join market is I have I have successfully done coin joins smaller than 20,000 Satoshis. Again, that's on-chain. I think it was like 19-something or whatever. I think the minimum was 20,000 sats. So with like my fees and coin join stuff, it was like 18-whatever. So you can go as low as 20,000 sats, and you can get a return address, um, you know, as high as a thousand Bitcoin, if you want. So hmm. the range of um, liquidity, admittance, and, you know, entrance, as well as what you would choose to receive into a new address, is very broad, right? There's not many places where you can go and coin join, you know, seven dollars, ten dollars. Yeah, and that right. was kind of why I wanted to ask the question is we hear about all these cool things you can do with your Bitcoin. And uh, I think assumptions often you got to have like 10 Bitcoin to even get in that game. And uh, I don't think that's the case, though. No, especially with uh, with join market. Same thing for Samurai. Again, we'll, we'll turn this into more of a coin join discussion rather than exclusively a join market. Um but the downside there is you are limited to not only what your minimum entrance is, but also what your maximum return address is as well. What if you want a UTXO that's, you know, two and a half Bitcoin? Right. Again, I understand that, you know, that's a flex, right? I understand you're getting, you know, a hundred grand back, whatever. But um, if you wanted a UTXO 
larger than that 10 million sets, you can't do that. I'm sure Samurai guys, you know, please correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's more proficient, um, you know, with that, um, you're probably going to as well get a little bit better um, privacy because all you have to do is do one spend and leave it in there, um, you know, into the whirlpool. But you can do the exact same thing by running the yield generator with Join Market, and you get paid for it. Uh, now, with that being said, I know somebody that put um, a, a whole Bitcoin on their Join Market yield generator for 12 months, and they earned a total of 200,000 Satoshis. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> don't think that you're going to get rich here. Right. But that person did get a good amount of you know coin joints for free and obviously got paid for it. So um, not only do you have a wide range of tools to use, but just for any other way for your, um, you know, uh, earning your privacy, uh, they're not earning, retaining your privacy. The best tool to have is patience. Run the yield generator, let it go for 30 days, make sure you got more than like 10 or 15 coin joins, you know, maybe you get a coin join every day or two and you're going to have a decent amount of privacy from that. Nothing is perfect. And um, we, we really should highlight a, a, a last point here, um, which is kind of the, the bane of um, all coin join um, wallets is your change outputs. So let's say you do make your spend. You've, you've done everything that we've just said here. I've, I've coin joined with six or seven people. Um, I've, I, I, uh, uh, I ran the, you know, I coin joined two or three times for myself to play around with it. I ran the yield generator for 30 days. I came back to my wallet interface and, and all five of my mixed depths, I see that my 10 million, my 10th of a Bitcoin, you know, 1% is here, you know, 5% is right here, 3% is there, you know, and the other 2% is over here. The bane of all coin join is your toxic change output. So going back to our very first point, and this would be, this would be kind of the last, um, the last topic and just do a quick summary before we wrap up. Going back to our very beginning topic of why we utilize these coin join interfaces, these wallet interfaces for showing how transparent Bitcoin is. And we're trying to, you know, you know, increase our skills and our techniques in, in um, you know, holding that information for ourselves. When you go and spend from that new address that you just coin joined from, this would be called the change output. This is toxic. And the reason why we call it toxic is because it is linked. That particular UTXO is strictly and explicitly linked to that particular coin join collaborative spend. And so now this is the problem that most people encounter. I have screwed this up before and there's no way that you can fix this. You, you basically ruin your entire privacy if you, if you do this. And so it's very important to keep this stuff separate. 
all of your mixes, all of your coin joins will be identified. Samurai does a good job identifying this. Join Market does a great uh, uh, great job. Again, I don't use Wasabi, so I can't make any comment. I don't use Chaincase, so I can't make any comment. Join Market and Wasabi, I'm sorry, Join Market and Samurai do a great job identifying what UTXO is a toxic change output, something that could be very damaging for your privacy. And what is a chain, what is a coin join, you know, output? What is, what is actually a, uh, you know, a good, you know, privacy UTXO. So what your change outputs identify is that explicit address and where it where that UTXO came from. So if I can see your change output, I can explicitly identify the exact address in the last coin join transaction. So all, let's make it up. There's 20 addresses there. There's, you know, um, um, eight inputs and there's 12 outputs. You know, eight inputs on the left side, 12 outputs on the right side. And I now know which explicit address that you have. You've literally just wasted all of your time, energy, and effort um, you know, doing a coin join. So hmm. it is very important. And, and this is why the interfaces identify um, this. If you go and spend that toxic change, or maybe you go and combine those UTXOs, you know, say, hey, I had a 10 million UTXO. Now I want to get it back to a 10 million UTXO. Well, you literally just wasted all that time breaking all that back up and then recombining exactly what you just broke. You, I can literally go and right. piece back together, you know, line by line there. So it is really important to look at your labeling and separate out, you know, put your toxic change, um, you know, um, in, in, um, in one, um, one or a couple wallets where, uh, you know that you're not going to combine those, and then all of your other, you know, coin join stuff um, have separate. And then one, this is the last point. I know, I, know um, I keep rambling. I don't want to ramble anymore. Um, this is where your more advanced wallets, such as Join Market, Sparrow Wallet, as well, interfacing with Whirlpool, is a great wallet. Uh, shout out to Craig Raw. Um, use the features um, such as coin control again where you can explicitly select one utxo and spend instead of you know accidentally combining all these and um, adding uh, some um, you know, toxic identity to that. but i just really want to highlight the um, uh, change output i know this is this is more of a technical episode uh, a little hard to follow along with the you know audio but um it is really important to look at your labels and see, okay, this is a, this is change. This is toxic change output. Don't mix this with, you know, go ahead and do a coin join with that if you want, but don't combine it with another, you know, coin join address or something like that, that has a prior link to it. You'll just, it's called combining UTXOs and you'll just break the chain heuristic and it'll be very easy to identify. But it's very, it's very easy to go and uh, earn some more privacy running the yield generator. Um, and 
you know, keeping your um, coin joints separate from your change outputs. Okay, so that kind of an- answered a question I had, and I, I wasn't clear on it before, but you can, with your toxic change, you can you can send that back through uh, a coin join. Uh, so like, so I'm looking at my wallet right now, uh, or my interface and, you know, I've got my mixed depth of zero or I have in the X. So the external, let me take a step back. Um, for each mixed depth, there's the external address and the internal address is the internal address. Just your, a spot for your change out and your coin joins outputs. Yeah, yeah, your external is is your um, is your I'm missing the term on there, but it's your front facing you know wallet. It's what you hit for your receive. Your internal okay. is what your change is your change outputs. Okay. okay, cool. So I could so I have uh, I have one still in the uh, external address that hasn't gotten uh, coin join yet, and then I've got three uh, change outputs in mixed step zero. Um, so do I, if I wanted to, and, and they're not small UTXOs, can I throw them back into an external address of mixed depth zero, or do I put them into mixed depth one external address? So that's a perfect question. And, and, uh, and that's why exactly why I wanted to bring that up is because sometimes your internal address is how it's listed here. I'm looking right at mine as well. I'm on my mixed up zero and my mixed up one. Um, sometimes your internal change outputs, your internal addresses, they're not small. So it's not like, you know, so if it's like a 12 million set, you know, or it's a, or if it's like a half a Bitcoin or something like that, it's like, uh, I, you know, it's not like it's a bad UTXO, right? It's like, what the hell do I do with it? Um, you know, I got to do something with it. Um, what is nice where it says things where it's like listed as a new address, those are things you want to send to. Deposit, that's what you just received. Anything that says change out or like toxic change out or whatever it is, that's your toxic addresses. So for the same thing that I'm looking at on mine, I have four internal address UTXOs in my mixed up zero. So what I would do with them is, and again, they're, they're pretty sizable as well. I will go into my mixed depth zero, I will execute coin control. You can do this in Blue Wallet, you can do it in Sparrow Wallet, you can do it in Joint Market, you can do it in Samurai, so on and so forth. And that's where you go and physically freeze a particular Bitcoin address. So what I would do is go and freeze those UTXOs that I'm not going to use, and I will go Confirm that, you know, those other three UTXOs, actually I got four of them because I have one in my external. So I will go and freeze all those other addresses, make sure that I'm only using one of my change output addresses. And then I would just simply go and do a coin join. Probably, it's probably bad privacy, but I, but as it gets smaller, there's really nothing else that you can do with it. Um, um, I actually sweep those. Um, and again, I know it's not the best thing to do because what the hell is the point of doing a coin join if you're just sweeping the wallet because there's never going to change to break up their heuristic. But I don't want a, you know, 30,000 Satoshi UTXO because frankly, to me, that's just a pain in the ass to deal with. Um, so 
what I would do if I were you, take, you know, make sure that you go and freeze those other um, mix decks. I'm sorry, those other addresses in that mix deck. And then just do a coin join from um, that out to um, uh, your cold storage or um, and then make sure you explicitly label, you know, hey, this is, you know, toxic change, um, you know, from, you know, whatever your TXID, so on and so forth is. Um, the smaller UTXOs, okay, and this is where I was getting kind of to the point of the sweep is as you do the, again, you, you know, you break down, you know, a, a 10 million UTXO goes to five, goes to two and a half, goes to 1.25, goes to seven, you know, keep going down and down. What I've done in the past um, is, and I've done it a couple other ways too. I've made donations to people, um, you know, you know, like OpenSats or, um, you know, uh, Bitcoin devs or something like that with toxic change. Um, you can run it through an exchange if you want. Um, it's kind of like a custodial coin join. Um, again, somebody else is holding your money there. That's, that's the issue. The other thing that I've done is on those smaller UTXOs for that toxic change, again, you're trying to break the heuristic for yourself, is I've withdrew those into, um, say, like a wallet of Satoshi. So if I have a, um, a, a 85,000 UTXO, uh, yeah, 85,000 Satoshi UTXO left over. I don't want to deal with that. That's, that's not worth my time. It's, it's less than $50. That's a pain in the ass to, to have as an on-chain UTXO. So I will go and basically sweep that, do a coin join sweep, freeze my internal addresses, do a coin join sweep over to uh, like Wallet of Satoshi and then do a lightning spend from like Wallace Satoshi to Phoenix once that on-chain transaction confirms. And then, you know, move that over to my Lightning node or um, that's now my spending wallet or something like that. And the reason why you do that, you don't have to, but it's, it's, it's kind of a, um, it's a little helpful here is because you, you still have that toxic information that is associated with that UTXO, but it's kind of too small to go and leave in your regular wallet. What happens if fees get, you know, kind of high and, and stuff? It's kind of a pain in the ass. Um, so to me, anything under like a hundred thousand sets, I've either swept or I've either made a donation, you know, somewhere, um, or, um, you know, ran through an exchange or, um, um, you know, like I might crack an account or something, or um, again, go and sweep that over to like a custodial lightning wallet. And then what you would do is coin join to custodial lightning wallet, custodial lightning wallet to secondary custodial lightning wallet, custodial lightning wallet over to your own node or um, yeah, like that. And that really breaks up your on-chain footprint but you also still receive your smaller UTXO. So, yeah. It, yeah I've, I've, I've done a similar thing with uh, service coin OS where you can receive, you can create a wallet, you can do it over tour, you can make it anonymous. Um, and uh, 
it's it's you can accept you can you can receive bitcoin as on chain bitcoin or as lightning or with liquid and so you take that toxic change and send send the send the on-chain transaction to that wallet and then send it out as lightning or liquid um because it's the benefit of that since it is custodial um you know they're not the the amount of bitcoin that they owe you is just in a database somewhere um it's not being there they just have the their wallet is coordinating all the utxos it's not up to your individual little wallet there to do it so what when even if you were to to pull bitcoin out of that um if you're doing it over tour at least you've got a better chance of some privacy but if you send some you know toxic change to them and then send it back out on chain you know that the chances of it being associated with that same utxo are are probably pretty remote depending on the you know how liquid they are and uh so there's ways there's ways of doing it um that don't make it so that like well i just have to basically burn never spend this bitcoin and burn it exactly yeah there are ways for you to retain your purchasing power and your private keys without you know spending too much money and the other thing is too we, i know we talked about it the last one um or kind of got into uh lightning and how i'm using that as um uh kind of as a uh, collateral asset um uh, for eden and um really what what, what you I mean, you're, you're getting down to is every spend should be a coin join here. And ultimately, you want it to be as cheap um, uh, and in and in your own custody um, as as much as you can. Um, you know, so I, I th- there's a, there's a lot of really cool techniques and tips and tricks that people um, again, you using coin OS, you know, can do to get those smaller UTXOs. Um, you know, down as well. Um, again, kind of the last point there too. This this can be uh, utilized um, in a tax compliant way. You know, you can um, uh, use CoinJoin. You know, instances and service um, services without you know giving up all of your transaction identifications or your you know explicit Bitcoin addresses and stuff like that. So. Um, as long as you're, you know, giving the amounts and showing the showing the float funds, um, um, you can still utilize, you know, coin join tools in a tax compliant way. So it is it, it is nice to it is nice to see that you you, you used um, um, Coin OS. Have you ever done like a loop out or or not loop out? Have you ever done like a like a coin join for like some liquid tokens? or whatever liquid stuff is i've never used liquid i know you play around with the um yeah i i have a great block streams green wallet on my phone and so i have a liquid wallet on that i've also played around with the uh elements uh so running a basically like a liquid full node and sent transactions kind of back and forth so it's 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 just like using you know on-chain bitcoin uh except it's you know, two, two minute block times and confidential transactions. So when you go into a block explorer, you don't see, you know, you can't trace everything yeah. back through. So again, and, and that's why I ask, 
that's another you know tool i know matt uh has talked about this before on rabbit hole recap um this is at least a year plus ago or so i have liquid assets i have liquid stuff but i'm not running a, a node or anything i should run a elements node but there's ways for you to get rid of this toxic change you don't have to use lightning you can go and you know, again, use Coin OS and get yourself some liquid tokens and have it be sent to your Blockstream Green Wallet or right or your Aqua Wallet. Uh, what are there's a couple other ones too. Um, I've heard somebody using um, their change as like an atomic swap or something for Monero. I I not really a Monero fan. I don't really know much about it, but um, um, again, it's not Bitcoin, so I don't really focus on it. Um, but to me, that's another way to deal with the toxic change. The, the, the ultimate problem with the change is it, it's holding that information. So how do you break that heuristic without um, 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 combining those UTXOs as it gets smaller and smaller? Um, you know, so. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, we, we do the Get On Zero series here. I don't know if I'm going to include this and that, but. You know, we got to sometimes you got to find ways to be creative and maybe it's something like for the people that are on zero, if you're using a service like, excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Bless, if you're bless. using thank you. Thank you. If you're using a service like BitRefill or something, or maybe if you don't use it that often, but, you know, you're stop shopping at Amazon or something and, you know, you send send some toxic change over there since you're only giving them an email address anyway and uh and buy an amazon gift card for something you're going to buy anyway you know for kind of these like one-off things that you're doing it's not like you you're you know you have to buy a gift card you know every time you want to go out and buy something in the fiat world so it's uh it's a way to just kind of like make that toxic change disappear altogether so you don't have to like worry about managing it down the line too yeah, it would be somebody on that side. So, like, somebody at Wallet and Satoshi would have to dox your IP address and therefore, you know, identify that you spent, you know, uh, you know, this, um, uh, you know, in, you know, yeah, this HTLC was, you know, sent, uh, you know, the bit refill and they got to coordinate together. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you got to start, you know, identifying and doxing like that for such a small amount, right? You know, for your right. bigger stuff. You know, I, you know that that's what you're using, utilizing it for. And yes, if you did, you know, God bless you. If you do have 555 Bitcoin, and you want to do a coin join on Join Market, I can probably assure you somebody's going to provide you that liquidity, which is which is fascinating. But just, but just like a quick quick summary on there, Join Market is a really really cool. Um, I feel like I want to work with Join Market or something like that, but. <laughs> I, there's no way to work for, right? It's just the open source protocol. Um, but uh, it's just another Bitcoin wallet with CoinJoin features. Um, you know, preserve and protect as much of your privacy as you possibly can. It's the most distributed, in my opinion. Um, it's a maker-taker model. You know, your fees are actually pretty low too. I know you're not obviously you're not making that much money as you're as you um, you know running the yield generator and also. Um, you know, fees to go and coin join are not five percent. Um, it's a little bit cheaper, 
but that's why you should run the yield generator. Um, again, you can use PayJoin on there too. I know BTC Pay has that. Um, and it's, again, it's just another um, uh, Bitcoin wallet that uh, you can interact with. A couple different instances and um, you know uh, services that you can go and utilize, like this uh, command line or uh, open Nom's join inbox or um, you know jam the web GUI. Um, but I did make a guide. It's joinmarket.guide. Um, again, it's very weak at the moment. All I threw up was some links and, um, you know, some videos and guide pages, uh, for me to post in the coming weeks, but that's kind of, uh, like a live blog. Maybe we'll do some, um, tutorials on, you know, actually doing a spend or receive, um, you know, a pay join, uh, you know, how to run the yield generator, so on and so forth. So, um, definitely go and check out, um, uh, join market on GitHub. Uh, joinmarket.guide. I think I, that might end up being the main page uh, for join market, which is super funny. Um, and uh, hopefully more people do some more coin joins. So the more, the more, the better. Yeah, man. Well, uh, man, this, uh, this episode, we're already a min- an hour and 20 minutes nice. in uh, that. It. Yeah, that, that, that really flew by. So, I so I'm trying to condense it for you. I'm not. I'm not trying yeah, to take yeah. up all your guys' time. <laughs> no, no, no. Love this it. was great uh, because it is something. This is this has been a confusing topic for me for a while, and so you know we, we need to to walk through it and and be patient with it. And uh, for the listeners out there, if this is your, you know, maybe the first time kind of going into the weeds on this, and this kind of went over your head, that's that's fine. Uh, be patient with it. You know, I recommend downloading Join Market and playing around with it, and 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 seeing what's going on with it. That's that's the best way to learn. And and this, you know, Max, you did a really really good job of you know walking through the basics and explaining what's going on. And it, uh, I I learned a lot this episode, and it helped make a lot of sense of this stuff for me. So I feel a lot more confident. Uh, myself moving forward with join market and probably going to start playing around with it a little bit more now that I do have some understanding and confidence with it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all I want is for more people to utilize these tools. Again, don't spend your Bitcoin, you know, put it in cold storage, keep stacking and stay humble. But, you know, if you do, um, you know, move your funds from, you know, the exchange to your cold storage or you buy from a Azteco vendor or something like that, or you receive, you know, again, fees are cheap. You know, coin joins are expensive because they do take more inputs and that does bring costs. So while the mempool is light, you're getting one set per byte transactions. Nothing, nothing's going to hurt you to go and do a coin join or two. It's just a, 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 an additional amount of entropy that is added to the uh, time chain. So the more, the more, the better. And um, um, stay, stay tuned for some more guides too. I know um, it's it's a little bit harder to follow along in audio and stuff like that, but uh, I think even just a couple quick, you know, maybe one or two minute videos, maybe five or six of those, uh, would be really really helpful uh, for people to actually start utilizing it. Yeah, that would be awesome because there is, uh, like you kind of said in the beginning, there's there's not much, or maybe we weren't recording yet, but but there's really not that much guidance on how to use it, and that's one of the things that uh, makes it scary. 
Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what you're uh, doing, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, joinmarketguide will be uh, will be a really excellent resource for people, and and having a couple of videos would be would be great. So, all right, um, we'll definitely have uh, joinmarket.guide on the show notes page. Uh, Max, you want to tell the people how they can uh, otherwise find you? Any links yeah, you want to um, share? Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, joinmarket.guide. Um, get, keep watching that again. There's only three links on there uh, right now. Um, there was a really good guide that Open Knobs did with Bitcoin Magazine and CK. It was like a four or five hour tutorial about like joining box and stuff. So that was really cool. But um, check me out on uh, Twitter, um, Maxwell Sikorsky. Uh, go and find me, Ben Franklin Laser Eyes. Um, Check out Eden 3D. We got uh, the Stack and Sats character. Uh, stay tuned uh, for the Rollo and Slappy uh, tractor. Um, be a limited edition. Um, kind of tease that for a little bit. Um, I have to show you some designs uh, around on that. Um, yeah, check out uh, Eden3D.io, joinmarket.guide. Um, go to your local Bitcoin meetup, please. Um, you know, more Bitcoin meetups, the better. Try to get more. Uh, more people to know about freedom tech and spread the good word of Kentucky. That's it. <laughs> thank you. Thank awesome. you for well, coming thank on. you, Max. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whenever, uh, we're, you're, you're always welcome back on the show. You're, uh, you're always a wealth of knowledge and, uh, fun to talk to. So. Yeah. You honestly, you guys are my, one of my favorite shows. I, uh, uh. I, I don't I don't know what number we're on here, but. I know there will be more to come in, in, in all in due time. I'm excited for the future. I appreciate that. So we'll, uh, we'll have all the links that Max just mentioned on the show notes page, mcflugel.com slash 302. And uh, that's where we'll wrap it up. So thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Peace.